0: Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. You're listening to Ramah's Weekly Podcast. My name is Craig Hagan, and we're excited about what God is doing. Today, I'm joined by my co-host today is Anthony Washington. We call him A.W. He's a human jukebox. jukebox
1: Um, in the house.
0: And um, (laughs) Tony McKinnon actually happens to be spring break here um, at Ramah Bible Training College, and Tony is spring breaking. Right. Yeah. Now he's not he's not at the beach or anything, you know, right. like like you would think, but you know, he's he's there in in Georgia. In Georgia. He's a- actually moving his mother-in-law um and so they're they're there in Georgia having a good time. And I'm so glad to have you today Anthony. Thanks for having me, Pastor Greg. You know, uh, I you're, you're, so love it. You're probably more popular than Tony anyway, you know. <laughs>
1: Cody's pretty funny.
0: People, yeah. People, yeah. Anyway, you know, we want to hear from our listeners. And one way you can do that is you can email us. Send us an email to pod, podcast at rama.org. That's R H E M A dot org, podcast at rama dot org. Also, you can like us on Facebook. You can see our pictures on Instagram. And I, and I will want to say that I've, I've been kind of falling down, putting our behind the scenes pictures on Instagram. But what we're actually getting, we're getting rid of more and more stuff here in what we call granny's oh attic up here attic. you know we've got some more lighting up here so we can actually see each other and you know it's it's, it's looking better
1: no more
0: Hammond. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got rid of the organs. The organs. You know, not, not the organs on the inside. Right.
1: The organs—they're The B organs, threes. You know, yeah. And the C
0: threes. Yeah. So the, yeah. you know, if you don't know what those, those are actually organs that you play in church. Yes. But most churches now don't have an organ. They got they,
1: they have a keyboard, right? And they use organ
0: sound. <laughs> yeah, with organ. not the same. Yeah, but. and you know we're talking about not the state of organ sound. Right. You know? <laughs> just in case anybody because you know sometimes those words confuse people and 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 things like that so anyway anthony today we have a wonderful guest um um, i've known him for many many years or he's known me for many many years um reverend gary crowell is here with us um today and so we're so happy to have you on the program gary yeah
2: it's great to be here with you
0: yeah like i said um you know, I, I've known you for for a, a long time, or you've known me because I mean, whenever you came to Rayma, I was I was a little kid. You know, I huh? remember. Yeah, <laughs> and so, um, but Gary's going to talk about you know, tell us how he showed up at Rayma because you know, back in those days, he couldn't just go to rbtc.org. dot right. org <laughs> and right. fill out his information and have an online application there and and get information online and, and in fact, um, I I just found out you when know, the with with technology, which I I didn't even realize we we were, because you know here at Rama sometimes we are not on the technology super side or whatever, but there was a, an individual who just got accepted to Rama, and so the the um um letter come. We still send you an official oh, letter. acceptance letter came, and his parents were, were joking because I saw the letter was from 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 Training College, and this this gentleman's graduating high school right now. He's going to be coming to Rhema in September. And says, "Well, you got your letter. They they probably they probably didn't even let you in." And he goes, "No, I already know. I, I got an email from them. So they told me I, I got let in. So so you can fill your application out, get a name, email. We can you know they're rbtc.org. But but Gary, um, tell us about how you showed up, when you showed up, how old you were when you when you showed up, and, and then tell us about what's going on. And well, Gary actually has done a many many things. Um, you know." with, with yes. Rhema and around the world. But so Gary, tell us how, how you heard about Raymond. I know, I know you were a relatively young man, whenever he showed up and you, know, were you were you brought up in church? And, and,
2: uh, actually, I, I was brought up in church. My mother uh, is from Germany and my brother was born in Germany. My father is still alive. He'll, will be 94 this June. He's a world war II vet. And so he met my mother in uh, Germany after the war and they were married there, and then they moved back to the States. I was born here. So my mother was raised in Germany, either as you're either a Lutheran or Catholic. So she was raised in the Lutheran Church, and that's all she knew. But she loved God, and she had a relationship with God. So my earliest memories of my mother were uh, her reading uh, German stories from the Bible and other stories to me. And so she always uh, directed me to follow God. Now, my father, on the other hand, was not did not have a close relationship with the Lord at that time. So I attended this church that was in a Mennonite community. And uh, growing up in that church, of course, we heard the gospel. Uh, we were an evangelical church, uh, did not emphasize uh, the baptism with the Holy Spirit, gifts of the Spirit, things that we learned here at Ramah. Uh, so uh, there was a time that uh, at eight years of age, I accepted the Lord, uh, but then from eight until about 18, uh, due to a lack of a lot of proper fellowship uh, and my friends, I kind of fell away from the Lord and was out of church more than in a, in church. Uh, and so at age 18, uh, we had an interesting uh, uh, special speaker come to our church, and I would never go to church for any Uh, evangelist that that came through. And this particular evangelist, his wife, had this unique ability. She had a board with different goblets attached to it, and they all had different levels of water. And of course, you know, you can wet your finger, right? Go around crystal and make a tone. She actually played those and played old gospel hymns, and that's what got me to church. And so her husband, who was Reverend Schmidt, that was his name, he preached... (laughs) that (laughs) night and i don't remember anything that he said other than the fact god was speaking to me i rededicated my life and uh just changed uh, my whole perspective on serving god shortly thereafter this was during the charismatic renewal and one of my sunday school teachers uh had slipped out of church into a full gospel businessmen's meeting women's aglow and her and her husband had received the baptism with the Holy Spirit, and they were so excited. And this was new to me, and so they introduced me to that, and she handed me a 1974 camp meeting brochure. Oh, wow. And I kept that brochure. She said, I think you need to go to this Bible school. And uh, at that point, I knew nothing about Kenneth Hagin Ministries, had never heard a message by Kenneth Hagen, or read a book by Kenneth Hagen. All I knew it was in Oklahoma. And I thought, I don't want to move to Oklahoma. And so I kept that brochure on my dresser, and I had planned to go to another Bible school. Actually, Gerald Durstine has a Bible school in Bradenton, Florida. Had one many years ago.
0: And where were you living at
2: the time? I was in Iowa. At this time, I was born and raised in Iowa. And I'm thinking, you know, Florida sounded good. Uh, And so I applied to go to his school, never received anything back. And I thought, well, maybe I should apply to Rhema. I don't have any other option. Uh, I'm not going to our denominational college. So I applied and I heard back shortly that I was accepted. And so I made the decision. I guess uh, this is where God wants me to go, Uh, not knowing anything about Rhema Kenneth Hagen Ministries. And, absolutely, and you, you didn't
0: go to camp meeting, even though you had the flyer. No, did not. And you realize that was a big camp meeting. That that was the El Shaddai camp meeting. The the video that you probably on YouTube. Actually, you can you can see that video, um or you can buy it on Rayma dot org. That
1: the one where pastors like jumping. That's so yeah. Okay. Or, or, or my
0: dad, <laughs> yeah. you know, at the time most people called him Ken Junior. He was yeah. the pastor, you know, the time, and he's jumping like a leapfrog, yeah. and he was a.
2: I've seen that yeah. video. Yeah.
0: El Shaddai. I mean, you know, it's. God, that's
2: more than enough. So I still have that. Yeah, so you, sure. you, have, you have the flyer. I, I still do. So I came here at the age of 19. Wow. Uh, not really knowing anything. That was anything. like four years ago, right? Just a few years ago. <laughs> I that? had hardly any. So 1976. 1977. Well, you graduated in 77, right? I graduated in 78. The okay. first we had a one-year program okay again. so so
0: you came in 77 and graduated right yeah so, so
2: 1977
0: I, you know you're, you're 19 and that's when star wars came out star Wars is my favorite movie. i
2: believe so yes
0: yeah I, I, I know I, that i wasn't born i i know so because i had no i had star wars 77 shirts and so let's see i i was um nine eight so i'm eight years old yeah,
2: yeah i i remember I was, born, I was
0: born in 69
2: i remember at that time <laughs> But it was a life changing experience. Wow. Um, you know, people came from all over the US and everyone had a similar story. Mm-hmm. Very few people knew anything about Canada yeah. Ministries or Rhema. And it just seemed like God supernaturally led people yeah. to come here and that's still happening today. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, well that, that's uh, one thing I I know Patsy who was Beerman then, came and Eddie you know now he's and they're they're in Australia. A teacher here for a long time, and she came in. I guess seventy six or seventy five graduated seventy six, and 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 she was saying, you know, man, the Holy Ghost just led us all here. Yep. Now, obviously, you didn't know the Holy Ghost was leading you here because exactly. you, didn't, know, you we didn't, didn't have that you, course yet. Yeah, you so. hadn't had the course yet, but you know, they accepted you, and right. No one else would, was, I guess. <laughs>
2: it was, uh, I think, at that point, at least, uh, you know, they accepted a lot of people, and yeah, well, fortunately, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it and was a, not everyone would make it through the year sometimes. I mean, no, yeah. no. I think we started with um, I think we had around 700 or so wow. yeah, uh, the year that I came. And, of course, every year, you know, you have people that uh, don't come back after Christmas or for other yeah. reasons. They don't finish the year. But we had a great group every year. I think believes they had a wonderful group. Uh, right. We had it's a tremendous is. group and uh, it was life changing. Yeah. Uh, I I can't say that enough. It just radically changed my whole concept of the church of God, of ministry, uh, and uh, I would do everything over again the same way. And I'm so glad that God led us here.
0: You you know one thing I, I do you know tell people because you know, some people think well Rayma just to train ministers and, and we do. But, you know, sometimes Raymond is just a, a place to come to learn more about the Bible because you don't really know much about the Bible. Even, you know, just going to church doesn't teach you a bunch about the Bible. And and you think about, yes. I mean, you know, um, you know, some churches only have one service a week, you know, and, uh, you know, the new way to do church is you got to get people in and out within, you know, within an hour. Yeah. And you know, and you you got to sing, you got to you take up the offering, right. you know. So you you get about twenty, thirty minutes of preaching, and right. you know, you know. But when you come to Ramah, you get an intense,
2: yeah.
0: You know, knowledge of of the word, and I, and I think that's really important. And you know, if if you're out there listening, and you're like, man, I just want to learn more about the word of God, yeah. because it's it's hard to have a relationship with with God if you don't know the word. That's right. You know, and so. Raymond bible training college rbtc.org. it's a whole lot easier now than it was whenever whenever you all got go to one website get some information fill out you know fill out um th- the stuff there and and we'll have one one of our our of our um yes, student what do we call ambassadors. student ambassadors yeah. give you a call yeah. uh, set up a tour maybe you can come for Raymond college weekend at april ninth tenth and eleventh and, oh, and nice. you know it was just a, a wonderful time and you know and and like i said you were just a young man and there's many of of you out there listening maybe you're a young man but maybe you're not so young man maybe you know we find out during transition is, is one of the best times to come to Rama. you know whether you're transitioning between jobs transitioning between high school and college or or maybe you went to college or maybe you didn't you went to college and didn't really work out and you want not learn about the bible i mean rainbow Training college is a place to go so that's talking about commercial right there so here you are you're, you're at Rama, you're, you're learning about the word i mean did you feel a definite call to the ministry during that time, or did you not know what you were doing? Or
2: No, I did. I had uh, an experience with the Lord prior to coming to Rhema uh, in my church, and I, I knew at that point that—
0: Were you still in the Mennonite church, or, or did I you? I was.
2: It was right. uh, our church was—actually, uh, if you look at the history of our church, it came out of Canada. One of our Bible colleges is in Canada, uh, Mountain View Bible College and in alberta and so we were old ugly amish if you go far enough back and then something happened they didn't agree and they switched to mennonite something happened they didn't agree and then they became the united missionary church then they dropped united and just became the missionary church so our roots go back through the mennonite uh and so we were very conservative but evangelical and Mm. uh you know, our church, at least, we believed in uh, supporting our veterans. Not every church does that, but we did. So we had a lot of veterans. And I, I
0: believe every church should support
2: their veterans. Oh, I do, too. I mean, I you know. Uh, but there are particular groups that, uh, you know, uh, have an adversity to, you know, combat or going overseas and fighting. But our yeah. particular church did not. We were supportive of veterans, and that's why I think my father attended. Uh, and so— that's the background that I came out of, but I had no understanding of the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. I could not even find books in the Old Testament if you asked me to turn to certain books. I had no understanding.
0: Hey, there's some of our students today that, yeah. that have trouble, especially in the Old Testament. A lot of them know the New Testament, but, you know.
1: Well, you got to teach them the song. There's a song. Genesis, yeah. Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, and Judges. But most people don't know there's a song.
2: <laughs> but, yeah. you know, like what? What, Craig, what you said about anyone coming here is, is absolutely the truth. I would encourage anyone anyone, uh, before they go to college or even if they're out of college. Uh, it's not it's it's going to only add to your life yeah. and help you hear the voice of God more clearly concerning whatever it is God's called you to do, whether it's in, the, in any occupation or any business. Uh, you're going to be in an advantage by coming here. Yeah. And so it, it taught me so many things, principles from the word of God. And that's what Rhema does. And that's what it instilled within me are principles from God's word that I could use, not only in ministry, but everyday life.
0: Yeah, yeah actually our, our school song has a line there. It says, Rhema taught me what I needed to know. Yep. And so, you know, it so and what, what, what you need to know is you need to know the word, you know, and, and that's a, right. as we hear my, you know, my grandfather called brother Hagan, you know, God's word works. God's word works for you. God's word works for me. says, so, you know, he's always a stickler for the word. He always would say, you know, it says, you know, God says that I believe it and that settles it. But if you don't know what God says, right. you know, a lot of people, you know, in the, the modern day, charismatic, Holy Ghost, what, whatever it might be movement we're in, you know, they want a word from God, but, but God gave us many words. He put it in 66 books, you know, in our B L B I B L E, B-I-B-L-E. And, you know, now with, with, with the electronic Bible, we, we, we can get all kinds of translations, you know, and, including other languages. And so you got plenty of words. Yes. You know, but, you know, many people want a word, but they don't want to read the word.
2: Right. I remember I was reading, this is prior to coming to Ramah, yeah. and I had received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm excited about God, serving God. And I was reading John fifteen seven. If you abide in me and my words I abide in, in you, you'll ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. And so I asked my pastor, and I love my pastor, And I still love the church I came out of and my pastor. Uh, And I asked him, I said, what does this mean? Because this is exciting news to me. And, you know, with all the sincerity that he could muster, he said, well, you know, he said, I don't know what it means, but it doesn't mean what you think it means. (laughs) And I thought, I don't know about that. And so obviously when I came to Rhema, I discovered what that meant and uh, received a lot of you know, direction and teaching from God's word that just changed me. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's so good. And I, I definitely can uh, attest to, you know, growing up, you know, in church and then coming to Rhema, and of course, learning things about righteousness. And, you know, I kind of grew up, you know, in, a, in our Pentecostal circles that I was in growing up, you know, that was something that you had to attain to one day. And if you, did everything right? Yeah, did,
0: did, if, if you're good enough, if
1: you're good enough, then the Lord would decide. You know, that's right. You know that then you would be righteous, but not understanding that when you're it, born did, again. Does
0: someone in the church have to tell you if you're good enough? I mean,
1: right, the, right. the mother in the, the church, or the your, mother.
2: You had to be, you know, holy according well, yeah. to you know some standards of what people considered. Well, that was the problem with me. You know, yeah. I'd hear from the pulpit and nothing again against my pastor oh, church. Oh no, no but, yeah, no, you. Know, you he's you, a product you, of what you he love was taught. Your pastor, but yeah, you would hear every Sunday what you should not do. Right. And, you know, you need to dedicate your life, do more, do this, do that, and don't do these things. Well, I would leave church and do the very things they told me not to do. Right, right. And then I'd come back to church and feel so convicted. I would rededicate, rededicate. Like, you know, I think John Osteen said one time, I wore out my rededicator. And I got so frustrated and discouraged, I literally left church. And I thought, well, if I leave church, I will not be condemned anymore. I didn't realize Uh the Holy Spirit lives in you yes and so when i came to this school and i heard teaching on spirit soul body yes that teaching there opened a window to me that showed me now i understand i have to renew my mind control my flesh and feed my spirit on the word of god and i can live a righteous life
0: yes speaking of mind control actually our most listened to podcasts of 2021 is a podcast we call Mind Control, which was talking about controlling your mind. mind yeah. you know, and it's you know, and that's so important, you know, for for us Christians today to renew our mind. Yeah. you know, but I haven't talked about not just renewing our mind. If we'll control our mind, that we won't have to renew it because because we won't. That's right. Say those things or do those things. Right. You know, very important. You know, it's I think it's real important to stop before you say those things, right. if, especially now with our online presence. I mean, you know, once it's out there. It's out for the world to see. And, right. you know, and sometimes, um, you know, so many people. Yes. I mean, how many times have you seen, you know, on the news that so-and-so tweeted this. Now, now they, they deleted it, you know, a few minutes afterwards. But right. it was out there long enough. That's that, right. That it still caused controversy. And so, you know, sometimes we need to control our mind. Or, you know, we need to renew our mind. You know, once we, but someone's, we got to control it before we renew it.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Especially
1: when you're like, man, I can't get, what's going on? And, and it's like, what you, like you said, Learning about, no, you have to actually renew your mind to the word of God. Like, wait, I don't have a demon? You don't have it out there. You don't have a demon. You just need to renew your mind according to the word of God. Well, you may have a demon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you may have a demon. I don't know. But, you know, learning, like you said, learning at Rayma about the importance of renewing your mind. Because sometimes you think, well, you know, God's just going to come down and just do it for you you know and it's like you know. well
0: you know I, I think some people actually have the idea once i accept jesus christ as my savior everything's just going to be hunky-dory right. and, and, and smooth and god's going to meet all my you know needs and not say he will meet your needs but but you know there's faith right and then there's all kinds of, of things but sometimes we have this and then the devil's not going to bother us anymore mm-hmm. you know Even though Jesus tells us that He is John ten ten, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly, or overflowing. And you know, you know, He focuses in on what I what He's come to do. But He wants to know that the devil's out there and He's trying to steal, kill, and destroy. And I tell you what, the last few years He's been doing a good job of stealing our freedoms, you know, destroying you know families, destroying lives, and you know, just putting contention, you know, between political parties and it's it's you know it's a mess but you know what you know prayer also works too and, yes. I, and I believe that we should be praying for this nation we talked about veterans and you know right. and things like that i, th- I think that that we sh- you know we need to once again become one nation under god and and, and we don't we shouldn't have to go through another nine eleven right to, right to, to get to that point That's you know right. because, because the other day i was you know talking to someone there saying you know remember after nine eleven when we came together as a nation you know we need to do that again and, you know, so some people think, well, something like that has to happen. Well, no, it doesn't. I mean, what needs to happen is we need to start praying. Yes, exactly. Anyway, back to you, Gary. So, <laughs> so, so you're here at Rama, you know, and you're, you're contemplating. What, what, so what, what happened after RaMA you know, after you graduated? Well, I
2: thought, you know, of course, uh, when I attended Rama, it was a one-year program. So they uh, announced at the end of the year they're going to have a second-year program. And I did not intend to come back. But uh, after leaving and going home for the summer, I determined I need another year. Mm. So I did come back for the second year program. They didn't have at that point different groups like evangelist yeah. group, pastors group, helps group. Uh, and so at the end of the year, uh, you know, in my own thinking, I thought the greatest form of ministry would be an evangelist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you could just come into town, preach and leave.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> not have to live with people. Right. Right. And I thought the worst possible Well type now, of now the ministry. bad you know,
0: evangelists a lot of times when you say living with people, a lot of times you have to stay in the pastor's house. That's right. true. I mean well, back, I didn't think about back, that. Back in those days, and so it, you know, I didn't think about that. I mean I have so, I've you know and sometimes it's a good situation and sometimes it's not. Yeah. But well, at least so it's temporary cool. though. It's temporary I remember living with them.
2: <laughs> I was driving down uh, Broken Air Expressway and the uh, Broken Air Expressway right before I got to one sixty nine. And I'm praying about, I already had my four by six U-Haul trailer packed. So after graduation, I'm leaving. And I'm praying about what I want to do. And all I heard were the words go home. And I thought, no, I don't want, I want to, to go, go back home. to right. Iowa. That's where I'm from. And after Nothing a-
0: against Iowa, guys. No, <laughs> no. We um, love you, Iowa. Yeah, we love Iowa.
2: <laughs> yes, we do. But Iowa uh, is the
0: home of sprint car racing,
2: by the way. That's correct. Friend. Yes. So after a long conversation with the Lord, I decided I better listen. So I returned to Iowa. Uh, I found a job, and uh, I began receiving invitations to do Bible studies. And at one point, I think we had at least three or four Bible studies a week. I was going into a local medium security unit in our city teaching the Bible. And there was a group of people uh, back then. It was still like the Charismatic move taking place full gospel businessmen's a lot of bible studies a lot of prayer meetings in homes and this group asked me to fill in because the teacher had uh had some type of an accident where he couldn't come back to the the group for a few weeks so i filled in and the group approached me after a couple weeks and said this is exactly what we've been wanting to hear will you start a church i said absolutely not (laughs) i said i'm not going to pastor right Matter of fact, uh, the Lord had been dealing with me about pastoring, and, and I rebuked those thoughts. Right. I, I thought they were coming from the devil. Right? The devil. <laughs> uh, and so I was walking in a cornfield, and in Iowa, there's a lot of cornfields, praying one day. And I had this, this experience. I, was, I had a, a, an ear of corn in my hand. I was kind of shelling the corn, just throwing it to do something while I'm praying. And these words came out of my mouth. I was praying in tongues, and English came out of my mouth, and I thought, what did I just say? And what I said had to do with pastoring. And it still took me several months to yield to that. So finally, I said yes to the group, and I think, you know, back then, I tried to find the most, you know, remote place you could find Mm -hmm. so no one would come. (laughs) It was on a gravel road near a cemetery in a section of town no one would ever go to. And the first Sunday, I think 120 or 30 people showed up, and wow. I was shocked.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: And of course, the next Sunday it grew to about 40. We lost some people. We lost but some then, people. <laughs> then it continued to grow, and now I'm stuck. Right. It's like, oh it, no! It,
0: it's amazing, you know. You know, when, when God moves, it doesn't matter where you are. I know there. You know, of course, obviously, you've been to Albania a number of times, and I'm with Pastor Spiros and Pastor Fatmir. Fat and you know he's taking me to some some church, and we go through here, go through there, whatever, and kind of go a side road. All of a sudden, they kind of there was some open the, the there was like a walled thing, and they opened the the thing. We pulled in there. I'm like, I don't know who would find this church. I walk in the place, is packed. Exactly. You know, it's just amazing that you know. I mean, when something's going on, people will find you. That's yeah. right. You know, when when the Holy Spirit's moving, the yep. people are going to find you. And so,
2: so it, yeah, it, I, you know, it, I'm embarrassed to say this, but. Uh, we started meeting and more people started coming and we started having it like a midweek service and people would come to me and say, pastor, can we give offerings? I said, let me think about it because (laughs) I thought if money didn't come in, I could close the church. I'm serious and I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that,
0: but I did not
2: want to pastor. Yeah. Yeah. And so it kept growing.
0: Well, because you know, it's, it's fun to travel. (laughs)
2: Yes. And so then, you know, I'm single. I started pastoring at age 23, single. Uh, And so my mother started praying for a wife. And, uh, you know, I left, you know, Tulsa at that time, which, you know, was spiritually speaking, you know, back then, years ago, was a great place to be. And I I thought, well, I'm leaving the promised land to go back to the land of the Hittites and the Canaanites. Where am I going to find a wife? And uh, I never found one at Raymond. And so... Uh, When I went back home, I thought, well, I guess I'm going to be single to the rapture. And, you know, back then we thought Jesus was coming literally. Yeah, yeah, literally. Remember 1984. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I won't say who taught that, but (laughs) But, (laughs) that was what was taught. And I'm serious. We, you know, I thought coming to a Bible school nine months long is too long. Jesus is coming. But then
0: someone taught, you know, it's three more years, But you know, because Jesus was, was in the grave for three years. And then they missed it by a year. That's right. So I'm here to tell you, our listeners: if anyone wants to predict when Jesus is coming back, do it when you chronologically you probably won't be here on the earth because it kind of screws your ministry up. You well, know?
1: my grandma thought it would be Y two K. Jesus. Is oh, Y two K.
2: Oh, I got a story about that. Remind <laughs> yeah. me, I was in Thailand when that happened. But anyway,
0: I mean, I, I lived I don't know how many end of the world situations, <laughs> and I'm sure you live you live longer than me. So,
2: so I uh, long story short, I met my wife at a wedding in Minneapolis. Uh, St. Paul, really, and uh, one of my good friends, who uh, was one of my friends at Rama, was getting married. So he invited me to part part of the wedding party, and so my wife to be was the maid of honor. I was one of the groomsmen, and so we met. She was going overseas her senior year to teach at an Air Force Base high school in England. She wanted to travel the world, Uh, and so I, you know, diplomatically got her address. We began to write. No emails yeah. back then, right? It's we wrote crazy. letters, and we literally developed a relationship and fell in love through writing letters. She came back from the first semester. We started dating, and uh, by the end of that year, we were married. So when she became my wife, the church doubled. So I always tell people, <laughs> oh. this is the secret <laughs> for church growth. Find get the right—if you're a man, the right wife, or right. if you're a, if you're a lady, the right husband. Yeah, and uh, the church just began to grow and grow. And then after eight years, the Lord began dealing with me about going to the mission field. And I thought it was a trip. Yeah. Just to go, to experience mm-hmm. that, come back. And while we were in Haiti, the Lord spoke to us about transitioning. And at that stage, now I didn't want to leave the church. Right. Yeah. Uh, I loved pastoring. We enjoyed working with people, seeing people grow and develop in the things of God. Uh, But to make a long story short, we left, went to Haiti for two years, came back and traveled for two years, and then uh, uh, we eventually came on staff here at the ministry in 1992. Yeah. And we were here from 92 to 99 and went overseas, uh, came back in 2002 and stayed till 2006 and then went back overseas again.
0: Yeah. In in fact, um, I think what we'll do is we'll actually – our next broadcast, we'll talk about some of your international, you know, stuff. That, that way, since we've already gone you know thirty minutes now, but we'll talk about some of your. We'll We'll, look, we'll do the international Gary Crow. Okay. Yeah, and, and you know, but but one of the things that you did here on staff, actually, you were the dean of Rayma
2: Bible Training College, and you know,
0: what what was that like? You know, you know, you
2: know, being the dean here at Rama. I mean, I had the privilege of serving uh, in that position twice. Um uh, wow. ninety six to ninety nine. So he was I, so
0: good he was the he dean was twice. Right. <laughs> well I, the problem is is he kept going and coming back.
2: <laughs> I had the privilege of following Brian McCallum, who was the dean yeah. uh prior to me. That's the Brian. And yeah. uh <clears throat> I was, you know, a young guy at that at that stage in my life. And uh when I first came on staff here at Rama, I was the assistant army eye director under uh Tony Cook and uh that was a blessing to serve in that department uh for 4 yeah. years learned so much had a great group of people to work with just an amazing group of people uh and then pastor approached me about uh considering this position and with everything like i always say I'll, let me pray about it a little bit and i yeah. did and i felt like that that was something that god directed me but you know serving in in the uh, capacity of dean the first uh, the first time, the first term, 96 to 99, was just remarkable. Uh, at that time, of course, uh, you know, there were a lot of seminars on campus. Uh, I think Brother Hagin had started Holy Ghost meetings uh, yeah, during that, that time. Right time yeah. And uh, we had a large student body. Uh, remarkable people coming, you know, from everywhere. It was just a tremendous time. And, of course, it was busy time for me. Uh, I was yeah. the only person in the office. Uh, and so we had, you know, I think 96, 97, 98, 99, we had, uh, I think 98, we accepted over 2,000 students that year. Not 2,000 came, but close to it. Yeah. And, uh, of course, that's a lot of work when you have that yeah. many students, and I'm the only one counseling uh, <laughs> and dealing with issues.
0: Uh, spiritual guidance, we call it, not counseling anymore. Uh, spiritual yeah. guidance, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. No, it's one of the technical terms that our lawyer wants to make sure we say spiritual guidance. It is spiritual guidance. Because we're not licensed professional counselors, other than one your sister is, right? Is it your sister? Sister Sister-in-law.
2: Sister-in-law, yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, but if you're not a professional counselor, we can only provide spiritual guidance. That's right. That's
2: all I did. Yeah. Spiritual guidance. (laughs) And so, but it was great. I mean, we had such a remarkable student body. Uh, You know, the difficulties or issues that you deal with are minimal compared with the majority of the students that come. Uh, some outstanding people yes. uh, that come through Raymond.
0: You, you know, I, I think I think one of the um, most amazing things, and, and actually, I mean, I, I love traveling the world, as as Gary knows, and um, you know, I love traveling. But you know, as I've kind of got a little older, or whatever, I mean, you know, really, you know, I, I do like to travel, but, but God really spoke to me. Said, so, you know, the opportunity to to put you know the knowledge that God's taught you. In, into these students you know and yeah. I, I, I mean that's the whole reason we have rhema you know we have rhema because you know the lord told brother hagan to go teach my people faith and mm-hmm. you know and, and he did and then he said put it in books and, and tape form and, and he did you know and, and then the, the lord said you know he's like he kept saying i'm just one man how how am i going to reach you know this world with with, with this message and and um that was the whole reason for Rain Bible Training College was was to teach men and women to go around the world to teach the message of faith, you know, and, you know, and obviously my grandfather never envisioned it would be like it is today. He, he envisioned if we can just train 50 students a year, yeah. you know, we, we can make a dent. You know, he 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 never you know envisioned that that we would have campuses all around the world. He never envisioned the day. I mean, you know, here in the U.S. campus, we're, we're right around thirty thousand Rama graduates, and then worldwide, we're, we're over ninety thousand graduates, men and women that. You know, and I remember the days when he would get excited about say the sun never sets on a Raymer graduate. We have Raymer graduates on every continent of, of the earth, and he, even he, he. We had a report about some Raymer graduates that, that traveled to Antarctica. That's right. You know, and would you know he would talk around the ministering to the Eskimos or to the penguins or I guess you know, you know. But <laughs> yeah, but, but, but right. we have some you know had some Raymer graduates that was there you know ministering to the to the scientific community there in Antarctica, and he was so proud about that. But you know, you know today the sun never sets on a Ramus student and it's just miraculous how how we're able to train men and women around the world and, and you know, what kind of, you know, a dent that we're doing, and it's just an incredible thing to you know that he's passed on to to be able to continue on his legacy. Yeah. And you know, people always ask, well, what what is our future? So, well, we always go back to the future. You know, like like the movie. Right. You know, it's you know it's about go teach my people faith. I mean, that's what we do. We we take the mandate and we and we we train you know faith and how to be led by the Spirit. You know, that's the two things that here at Raymond we teach, and it's just so exciting to, you know, because I believe our students here today are just ex- excited about the students that, that showed up there in 1977. And, yeah. you know, and whenever, whenever you, you were, were dean, maybe at the, at the heights of, of our, of, you know, the numbers, you know. But I, I tell you what, I, I can see the excitement even growing greater and greater. Yeah. And, I've and,
2: had a chance to teach some of the missions classes, and uh, the students are the same. Yes yeah. today, as they were twenty thirty forty years ago
0: oh. and and it's amazing to hear some of their stories, but you know you know even you know you would think with with the outreach of the ministry, but some of the I mean we have people on campus i have never heard a message by brother Hagen, pastor hagen or or anything you know a lot of times maybe their their pastor you know told them about Rama or or one of their relatives or friends, or someone gave them a pamphlet or something like that, and they just show up. And you know, but you know, and like I said, they they don't know that they're falling they're they just they just don't know what to do and and you know, they end up here in you know, called Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. And I tell you what, our arrow's been pretty fixed here. I mean, I mean you here here in Oklahoma we're talking about, you know, pre podcast, you know, downtown Broken Arrow is actually a hip place to be. It is. You know, in downtown you know, downtown Broken Arrow used to not be you know, there wasn't a whole lot there. You know, and and you know, and we have a Bass Pro shop. I mean, you know, it's it's you know, it's Really nice here in, in Broken Arrow. And then, you know, you know, right next door is Tulsa. You know, Tulsa, we, we have the gathering place, which is like winning all kinds of awards for for, you know, the, the best park in America. Yeah.
2: You know, not, yeah, it is. You know,
0: I, it's just amazing, you know, and and, 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 no, and then even, even you know, I don't know if you realize that, that that we here in Tulsa, we are in the top ten of the nation, you know, you know, prior to COVID of concerts. I mean, you know, basically the who's who, you know, plays at the at the BOK Center. Mm-hmm. So it's so Tulsa's a, a thriving community, oh, definitely. you know, and a good place to live, and definitely. and, sp- and you know, obviously spiritually, it's a great place, you know. That's
1: great. great I was thinking about this too, and it just kind of came up in my heart. There may be some people um, listening to the podcast that you're a husband and a wife, and you have a family. Yeah. And I was just thinking about I have tons of friends here that they were husband and wife, they had a family the Lord spoke to them to come to Ramah and they came. And so Ramah not just for single people, you know, yeah. if you're married with a family, you know, and, and God's placed it on your heart. You know, I have tons of friends that moved their whole family, you know, it was easy for me, but mm. they packed up their yes. trailer, started a new life, you know, here in Tulsa. And, mm. and some of them are out doing amazing things mm. for God. So. It's
0: and, not- and, and I think it's amazing too. I know Anthony, you and I have talked a lot about, you know, you know, Detroit was home, but, but Tulsa's home Tulsa's now. Home. You know, it's yeah. you know, and you know, obviously, in in, I mean, there's a number of people who move here thinking, man, uh, you know, I'm going to be here for you know two, years, two and, years and and leave, and then twenty years later they're they're still here. You know, part two of years the years
1: have turned into almost nine. Yeah. I'm like, oh my
0: yeah, <laughs> and so it's yeah. just such a you know amazing time. And so, yes. so Gary, we're going to bring you back in that X program, and we're going to talk about the the international you know, gary and you know and, and what's going on and some some great things going you know going on and you know through the chinese language and we want to talk about, about that you know Amen. um but you know we we, we just want to remind you once again if you want some information about Ramah bible training college rbtc dot o-r-g and like i said you can go to the website you can if you're ready to fill out an application maybe you you heard you know gary talk and you're like Man, i'm ready to come now and you can fill out an application right there or you can get more information there but we would be excited to have you either on campus you know, for Raymond College weekend april 9th 10th and 11th or or you know you can schedule a visit anytime actually i mean you know you can come tomorrow i mean you'll know, just go to rbtc.org well we're going to end today's product and podcast like we end all our podcasts here at rhema we're bringing hope, hope help, help and healing, healing to the, the world, world.